What's up everyone, David here from avpeers.com and welcome to the very first episode of the avpeers audiovisual production podcast. Now, before I get started here, I'd just like to thank you, whoever you are, wherever you are, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this podcast. It really means a lot to me. And I really hope that this podcast will be able to repay you for that by giving you, providing you with the knowledge, the tips, the techniques, the skills, the uh, encouragement, the motivation that you need to become the very best that you can be in the audiovisual production realm. And uh, whatever that means for you, whether you're an aspiring music producer, a mix engineer, whether you're uh, in the video production realm and you're a, a filmmaker, a YouTuber, a, a VFX artist, a 3D graphics artist, whatever category you fall into in this creative realm, it's my goal, it's my hope that this podcast will be able to help you perfect your creative skills and become the very best, the very best that you can be along your creative journey. Now, a little bit about myself and how I got started. I'm David Hawkins, and uh, I got my start in the audiovisual realm, so to speak, at a very young age. In fact, uh, even before I was born, my mother played uh, music to me, specifically in when I was in her womb and when I was in her belly. She played music to me, and I think that actually had a lot to do with, believe it or not, and this might sound a little bit woo-woo but or whatever, but... I think that actually had a lot to do with my musical growth and development and my creative growth and development as I grew up. Now, uh, you know, I got my start in music from when I was really, really little. I mean, even before I could talk, before I could even walk. My entire family on my mother's side has always been an extremely musical family. My, my mother used to, to have me on her lap while she was playing the organ. She was a singer. My grandmother was a singer. My aunt was a singer. My uncle produced music. And... Uh, as a result, I was just brought up in that environment of constantly being around music. As I was growing up, my mother would always play um, classical records. A lot of jazz were constantly playing when I was really little. To top that all off, uh, my uncle, I had to have been probably one year old, my uncle actually bought me a Yamaha, and it's outdated now, of course, but it was a, a, a Yamaha PSR 79 keyboard. A, it's just a simple little keyboard and I still have it actually to this day but that's what I learned to play on and that was sort of the foundation of my musical upbringing that little keyboard that my uncle got me when I was just a toddler and I grew up I learned to play the piano I learned to play the keyboard on that little keyboard but if it wasn't for that I know I wouldn't be where I am today I remember my mom had this this Sony hi-fi stereo system and it had a microphone and everything attached to it and I remember I used to have this little sign that I wrote on the door a little recording sign that I would put on my bedroom door and I would record little things on the keyboard and I would sing in the microphone and that was kind of where I got my first start recording uh, music I guess you could say as a little kid on cassette tapes and then uh, growing up in school there was we had music class in school and uh I learned more there about music and a little bit more about music theory. And um, I took a few guitar lessons. But I've just always loved music growing up. And I've always loved to create music and to sing. I've always loved to sing and I've always loved to play instruments. Because there's something about creating music that allows you to express emotion and 
feelings in a way that regular words just don't allow. And it's a great way to relieve stress. It's a great way to express yourself. That's why people say music is a universal language. As far as video production is concerned, my first real experience awakening to the fact that I wanted to have something to do with video production, I had to have been about five at the time, this crew, this, this news crew was doing a story at our school. And they had all these cameras and everything out, and they were they were doing uh, this video. And at the end of the thing, I walked up to the guys, and I they were breaking down the camera equipment and the lights and stuff. And I told them I wanted to help. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> I guess I decided at that point in my life that that's what I wanted to do. And I walked up to them and said, "Hey, can I help you with uh, take this stuff apart? And I wanna I wanna help y'all." And they were really nice about it, and they said. They said they'd have to talk to to one of the guys, and they did, and I was able to help them take their stuff out to the vehicle at the time, but that seemed to be kind of an awakening that, hey, there's these people with cameras and lights, I want to do this. Why? I I still couldn't tell you, but I'm glad I did. And I was actually able to help out at that same studio a little bit later in life. And also, you know, watching, I was always interested in the way they made things look the way that they did on television and the way that they did in movies and things that were obviously not real. In fact, when I was when I was a kid, I wasn't really that interested in cartoons. I never, even to this day, I'm not really a fan of cartoons. Not that there's anything to hate about it. It's just that I was always interested in how they made things look so real. I was always interested in visual effects and movies and how they made things look so real. And I always wanted to be able to do that. There's so many stories that I hear of people who, you know, their parents kind of discourage them from their creative desires you know they they wanted to to make music they wanted to to rap they wanted to sing or whatever and you know their parents kind of discourage them from it because it's not a real job it's just playing around or whatever but really it's their passion i really have to thank my mother she never ever discouraged me i remember when i was playing the keyboard you know i would stick to the the white keys and she would always tell me you got to learn the black keys on the keyboard you know, if you restrict yourself to just the white keys, you'll never expand your your knowledge. And she always encouraged me to learn more about music and to learn more about things in life in general. But she never limited me. She never limited my learning. If I wanted to learn more about something, she always did her best to make sure that I could. And I, I'm forever grateful for my mother for that. So that knowledge and that encouragement helped me to sort of propel myself growing up and motivate myself to to learn more about music, to get involved wherever I could, and to get involved in audiovisual production. And I've always, as far as graphic design is concerned, I've always loved to draw. I, I wasn't always decent at it. But something that you got to remember, you're not going to be a professional starting out. All professionals at one time were amateurs. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I was listening to a podcast today with uh, Warren Hewitt at producelikeapro.com and uh He was talking to, uh, I believe it was Jack Douglas, and they were talking about how there's a real musician, anybody who people consider to be one of the greats in music production, they don't consider themselves a pro. They don't consider themselves a professional. They consider themselves an artist who's simply having fun and figuring things out along the way. In fact, you know, when you kind of get into the mindset of, I'm a professional, I'm so great at this, and uh, there's nothing wrong with being confident in your skills and your abilities, But you can't lose sight of what creativity is. It's creativity. It's creating things. It's creating art. It's having fun with what you do that actually makes the music worth listening to. That makes your 
video project worth watching, that makes your graphic design, that makes your art desirable, pleasurable to look at. So you got to remember that. You got to remember that in everything that you do. So growing up, any time that I saw the opportunity to, to learn or improve my skills when it came to anything creative, really, art, making some kind of goofy video or drawing something on the computer or anything like that, I always jumped at the opportunity. And uh, any class that I was able to, to find to, uh, to take, I was always right there and I wanted to jump in and I wanted to be at the, the front of the class. And a lot of times, you know, here I was this little kid while there were a lot of other people a lot more advanced and grown up than me who were in this class learning. And here I was probably annoying as hell, but here I was in this class wanting to learn to make music or learning to uh, make videos or whatever it might have been. But I always made sure that I was there. And thankfully, I had a lot of people encouraging me and I, I didn't listen to the people who thought that I was too young or too incompetent to take on these classes because of my age. Around, I was probably about seven, eight, nine years old. There was this class, a camera class that I took about, about cameras. And it started out just sort of the basics of cameras and how to use a video camera. And it was a couple of us young guys that were taking it. And then it kind of expanded into using Adobe Premiere. And mind you, this was old, old versions of Adobe Premiere, like Premiere 5, 6, and 7. Photoshop. Audition. Adobe Audition wasn't out yet. It was just Cool Edit. Cool Edit 2000, I think, we were using. So that's how I kind of got my start on the Adobe software. And uh, around the same time, a uh, music and video production class, uh, and it was run by Deval Hayes. And he was someone that I, I grew up around. I knew that he made music, but I never really actually took a class. Well, anyway, so he, he put on this class, this music and video production class, and I took it. Fast forward to today, and I've produced and mixed several songs. I sing, I do graphic design work, I do visual effects work, and I love every minute of it. On top of all that, I love to teach. I love to share the knowledge that I have with, with other people. And I've never really considered myself uh, some sort of amazing professional by any means. I'm learning every day just as well as anybody else would be. And a few years back, Groove, we were talking and he was like, you have a, a skill, you have a talent here. You're really doing a lot of people a disservice by not sharing the knowledge that you have with other people, by not teaching people how to do what you do. Because there's a lot of people that would love to learn from you and uh, you need to help them. You need to help those people out. In 2014, I started avpeers.com. That stands for, of course, audiovisual. That's the AV part and peers, meaning a community of like-minded people who are interested in creativity and music production and video production and graphic design and art and singing, songwriting, just the, the expression of creativity in general. Here, six years later, my plan is to be able to maintain this for all of you and with your help, build a community of like-minded creators who are interested in learning to become the best that they can be. You might be wondering why, why I didn't just pick one, be it music production and just do a site on music production or just pick video production and do a site on video production or video editing because bunching all these together is a huge topic, that's for sure. But one thing I've noticed over the years, I've never met a musician who doesn't also do video. I've never met a video editor who isn't also interested in music. I've never ever met a music producer, video editor, who isn't also forced by circumstance to do some sort of graphic design work. So they all work together with each other. Of course, some people sort of steer towards one more than the other, but the, it's an intertwined, it's an intertwined society. 
the the creative community is. Why could you have to go from one side of the web to the other just to get information? Now, of course, over the years, I, I've learned from a lot of incredible, amazing artists, be it in person or online or through classes and tutorials. Of course, my goal here at AV Peers is to take the knowledge that I've learned from all of them and share it with you guys. When it comes to music, I've learned from people like, yes, like Groove, and I keep mentioning him because he was sort of my uh, mentor. He, w- he always supported me through all my years growing up being involved with music. He's always supported me, so I- I'm forever grateful to him. But people like Ken Lewis, who's one of the first people who I found uh, when, I was learning to, when I was learning to produce and mix music, a multi-platinum Grammy award-winning producer and mix engineer, um, Ken Lewis, people like Chris Lodaldi, who's also an incredible mix engineer, Dave Pensado, who's an incredible mix engineer, and that's just to name a handful. And these are the professionals that produce and mix the records that you listen to every day. Warren Hewitt from Produce Like a Pro, Rick Beato, and, and so many others who have taken the things that they've learned from experience and practice and doing it every single day and shared them with everybody and didn't keep them to themselves and be stingy and not let anybody know their quote-unquote tricks of the trade, but actually shared them so that we could learn and improve our skills. These are the people that I learned from. On the filmmaking side of things, people like Ryan Connolly from Film Riot, Andrew Kramer from Video Copilot, Sam and Nico from Corridor, the guys at Videomaker.com and No Film School, Ken Tamplin when it comes to uh, singing and vocal coaching. There's so many professionals out there that, yes, I've learned from, but have an enormous storehouse of of knowledge when it comes to these things. And that's why I've created this podcast, because my goal is to interview all these people who helped mold and shape my creative development and share that same knowledge that I learned and hopefully even new knowledge they haven't shared yet with you guys. That's my goal for this podcast. I've already got several amazing uh, interviews lined up. So please, hey, if you're interested in, in this sort of thing, subscribe to this podcast so that you can keep up with it. So that's my goal for AV Peers and for this podcast is to be able to just share as much knowledge as I can and give as much value to the audiovisual production community and to create a, an unstoppable team of creators. To conclude this episode, I just want you to always remember that being a creative person, being a creative person is special. It's a, it's a gift that you, that you should nourish. And a lot of times external factors will encourage you to stifle that gift. But you can't allow yourself to succumb to those external factors. And even if you feel like, well, well, I'm not creative. Yes, you are. Go back in your mind to the days when you were a kid and you used to draw and you had that imagination and you could see and visualize things in, in a different light. Bring that back. You might have to fight for it, but bring that back. And that's where that creativity comes from. I believe it was Pablo Picasso that said that every child is an artist. The problem is to remain an artist once they grow up. You are an artist in one way or the other. You just got to find that creativity and then water it, feed it and water it and let it grow. Art is extremely powerful. Being an artist, being a creative person is a gift that you should nurture and let grow. And you don't need any kind of special fancy software or tools to do that with. The mind is the most advanced hardware and software known to mankind. So when you can cultivate and feed and water that creativity in your mind, No software or hardware will hinder you. The software and the hardware is just the tools that you use to express that creativity. But the joy or the emotion that comes from harnessing and expressing that creativity and then sharing it with other people is what keeps us going as artists and as creative people. 
So everybody, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Please, if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, subscribe on Google Play or Apple Music or Spotify or wherever it is you listen to your podcast so that you can stay up to date and so that you can get more as soon as we release a new podcast episode. And until the next time, let's all work together to become the very best artists that we can be. Thanks for listening to the AV Peers Audio Visual Production Podcast at www.avpeers.com.